Hello, and welcome back to the Former Review. Today, we'll be analyzing the 2021 film, Wrath of Man. Now sit back, relax, grab your drinks, and let's talk about this movie. What's up, y'all, and welcome back to the Former Review. This is Season 4, Episode 7, and I thank you all for joining me once again. Now, in today's episode, I will be doing an analysis on a new Guy Ritchie movie starring Jason Statham, along with also going through quickly my favorite Guy Ritchie movies, along with my favorite Jason Statham roles. So stay tuned. Now, I know normally I do go into something about my movie collection, but since the last episode, there hasn't really been much of an upgrade. I've been just really busy and haven't really picked up any new 4K aspects or really had time to watch any 4K since the last time. So there's not really any upgrades to talk about here. So I'm just gonna go straight into the movie analysis. But before I do, I do wanna preface it with a slight spoiler warning. As with every analysis, there's always a chance for spoilers. And I do suggest you watch the movie first before or hearing what I have to say about it. But if you don't care about that, keep listening. Also, I know I talk about this at the end, but the data shows that most people don't listen to that part. So I want to talk about it here and reiterate the importance of leaving reviews on your favorite subscription services. I do read those because I do want to grow because these episodes are really for all you listeners out there. And I want to keep this entertaining. So what do you want to hear? Do you want to hear games? Do you want to hear more of the 4K stuff? Do you want to hear me talk about a certain movie? If you want to come on and talk to me about something for you want to debate, I'm always open to do stuff like that so you can always reach out to me on social media i always want to grow and improve and just because something works doesn't mean that it cannot be improved so if there's something that you want me to improve on let me know and i will grow as such anyway so let's sit back relax grab your drinks and let's talk about this movie so wrath of man is an action thriller film directed by Guy Ritchie from a script that he co-wrote with Ivan Atkinson and Marn Davies and it's loosely based on the 2004 French film Cash Truck by Nicolas Boucrief. It's his fourth directional collaboration with lead actor Jason Statham and first since 2005's Revolver. Statham stars as H, a new cash truck driver in LA who thwarts a robbery only to have his mysterious past begin to get questioned. The movie also stars Holt McKelney, Jeffrey Donovan, Chris Riley, Josh Hart, Laz Alonzo, Raul Castillo, Teobia Opere, Eddie Marson, and Scott Eastwood. Now this film marks the return of Statham working with the British filmmaker who essentially launched his career. Richie first directed Statham in 1998's Two Smoking Barrels and then in 2000's Snatch and then again as I mentioned already in 2005's Revolver. Since that Statham has obviously gone on to become this big action star and Richie has continued to make films like Rock and Rolla, couple of Sherlock Holmes films, live action Aladdin movie, plus many others. Now on the December history special where we talked about King Arthur Legend of the Sword, I also talked about on that episode my favorite Guy Ritchie movies, but you don't have to go back and listen to that to hear this because I'm going to go over it quickly. My favorite movies that he has done are Snatch, Rock and Roll, and also the first Sherlock Holmes movies. Now I know he's done other great movies, but those are my favorites. Rock 
and Roll was one of the first films that I ever saw by him. I think it's really gritty. I love it. It's just a lot of fun. Snatch obviously is epitome of Guy Ritchie and the Sherlock Holmes movie with Robert Downey Jr. is so good. And the sequel, not as good, but I still enjoyed that. But the first one is definitely at the top of my list. Now, Statham himself has had obviously a very huge filmography to choose from. He's usually typecast as this anti-hero and for portraying these tough, irredeemable and kind of Machiavellian type characters. The quality of each film may go up and down, but one knows exactly what to expect with the Jason Statham movie. He will beat people up and he will crash cars. He has essentially become this age's Arnold Schwarzenegger, Sylvester Stallone, Jean-Claude Van Damme as they made their way through the 80s and 90s. Hilariously as well, he's been in movies with all three of these actors in the Expendable movies, which at least the first two are at least enjoyable. Third one, not so much. Anyway, interestingly, Statham himself has cited Stallone, Bruce Lee, Paul Newman, Steve McQueen, and also Clint Eastwood as his inspirations. And interestingly, there was even a study done by Manchester University Press that analyzed Statham's impact on British and American film industries from his first film in 1998-2018. They ended up finding out that even though he, quote, isn't the best actor in the world, he does what he does well, end quote. And that is honestly being at the top of Britain's most bankable box office list. And overall, his 53 films have grossed over $1.5 billion and has made a shaved head to represent an idea of masculinity. Yes, I would say that Bruce Willis has kind of made that as well, but Bruce Willis at a time had hair and Statham has pretty much has had a bald head pretty much his entire career. Now, the question then is, is what are my favorite Statham roles. Now, I haven't seen all 53, and I'm not going to include The Expendables or the Fast and Furious movies that he's been in, because those aren't so-called Jason Statham movies. But looking at him as the starring actor, my favorite are Frank Martin from the Transporter films. All three. Never open the package. Rule two. No names. You know, I was wondering if you wouldn't mind transporting something for me. That's what you do, right? You deliver, no questions asked. Who also has a cameo in one of Michael Mann's best movies, Collateral. You all right? Enjoy your life. And then Jeff Chelios in the Crank films. What is this? What the hell do you think you're doing? This is a hot. Shut up. You, give me the Epinephrine. Epinephrine, here it is. <laughs> And then I have a somewhat soft spot for the movie War. I honestly just love seeing Jet Li fighting Jason Statham on screen. What did you tell me? What's the only way I could get the man responsible? More than I really love the movie itself. But hey, that's honestly what a lot of his movies are known for anyway. So back to the current movie. So this movie opens very similar and obviously very borrowed from another Michael Mann film, Heat, with obviously a heist on an armored cash truck. It then follows the mysterious H again, who's played by Statham, who is this hot new security guard for this cash truck company. He then reports to this character called Bullet, played by Colony, and is partnered with this kind of cocky, guy named Dave played by Harnett and then when a robbery led by the musical artist Post Malone <laughs> <What the heck? laughs> 
which was very odd to see on screen, he effectively stops it, albeit violently, and then people start to question his background and motives. And then this is told to the audience through the fairly extended second act. Then uh, Richie starts to show the robber's perspectives on the opening heist and why H's mission for vengeance will inevitably lead to a very violent and somewhat unsatisfying conclusion. Now, the problem with this movie is that Richie really tries to make his film serious that is imbued with his lightheartedness and comedy that he's known for. And this is a Guy Ritchie staple, but this film doesn't work as well as the others because it has this push to be this serious film. Statham talks with a slightly deeper voice than his other films, and only slightly, but it's to become this kind of gritty crime movie instead of a Guy Ritchie movie. And it normally, the dialogue itself is witty and has these shortcuts. But in this film, it seems that Richie cut back on a lot of those aspects and went for this action-packed story with slight drama with his typical quote-unquote cool characters. And then when the comedy tries to make an appearance, it doesn't really land. And it doesn't help that honestly everyone but Statham in this movie is honestly forgettable. Harnett is offered very little to do besides really whine and whimper throughout the whole movie. McColony is fairly generic as many characters that he's played, and one might call this somewhat hypocritical when dealing with a Statham movie, but like I said, Statham has had a career of doing this where McColony hasn't. So when the final act happens, it's fine, but it's really not thrilling. And then the twists that the story makes don't really make the conclusion fairly meaningful or really honestly satisfying. I will say it's not a bad film, but it's not a great one either. Generally speaking, revenge thrillers usually perpetuate the myth of redemptive violence, and Statham has really tapped into this film genre a lot, where he grimaces and then fights or shoots his way out of it through a number of random baddies until he can get quote-unquote justice. However, there's been enough times where this film genre has been reimagined by adding fairly complex moral or philosophical themes, such as Inglourious Bastards, or giving an audience a compelling and sympathetic character, such as last year's Promising Young Woman, or even using the aesthetic of the movie to make it unique, such as the John Wick movies, or even Christopher Nolan's Memento. As it is though, Wrath of Man doesn't really change the game enough to really be anything more than fine. It may be perfect for one who's only looking for a slightly entertaining Statham Guy Ritchie film. However, it's really nowhere close to either of their best outings, which honestly is fairly disappointing as both can make good and compelling entertainment and honestly art, but this film is not that. So this film really succeeds with its direction, its acting, well at least for Statham, but it slightly struggles with its story and its endings and then the details which doesn't really have much of anything. Again, it may be perfect for a one-time popcorn flick, but is it worth re-watching again? No, not even a little bit. 
Anyway, so what did you think of the movie? And what's your favorite Jason Statham movie and Guy Ritchie movie? Let me know. Hit me up on social media. The formal review is on Facebook, Twitter, and the Gram, and also YouTube. The handle's all the same. It's at the formal review. And for anyone who has supported me on a financial basis, I thank you very much for supporting me in that way. For anyone who wants to support, you can go to anchor.fm forward slash the minus sign formal minus sign review and click support this podcast and any donation is appreciated. Thank you all again for tuning in. And until next time, wash your hands, get vaccinated and wear your mask. And I'll see you at the movies. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the formal review. Cheers. And we'll see you next time.